Alrighty, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast of the 13th of July, 2023. Happy Thursday to you. I am Derek Hunter. I am your dulcet-toned host. We'll try and keep it down to a whisper. Not really. Screw that. Anyway, thank you for listening to the show. Welcome to it. There's a lot going on. We've got a bunch of things to talk about. Some crazy audio to play. The vice president is the gift that never stops not giving. I don't know what else to say about her. She really is amazing. She seems to be uh, hell-bent on making sure she's got job security. The easiest way to get job security for her, the easiest way to get job security in this administration is seemingly to be out there to make the president look good. If only by default, by comparison to you, make senile Joe Biden look good. Like, huh, how do you do that? Well, you do that in um, any number of ways. She was talking about the Good God, how do you even put this? How do you do this? How does this happen in a uh, in a normal society? I don't know how it works, but uh, Joe Biden does it. And Kamala Harris then comes in and says, all right, Joe Biden, you just made yourself a complete and utter fool on the world stage. The world stage. I tell you what, I... Hold my beer. Hold my beer and we will work on that. Like, okay, that's the world we got. That's the world we got. Here she is talking about, I mean, she's just been tossing some epic word salads lately. You really got to sit, you've got to be amazed at what she is able to accomplish as a professional person in the world. Here she is explaining, another thing about Kamala Harris, just as I try to, explain this, put it in a little bit of context. She talks to everybody like they're idiots. If you listen to her talk, it's kind of like Hillary Clinton does it too, to a certain extent, where she she does it in a different way. Hillary Clinton, the, the tone of voice that she uses makes it sound like she's talking to a group of kindergartners. And you're just like, God, just it's so grating. Why are you... Why are you talking to me like I'm in in first grade? What the hell's wrong with you? Stop it. But what she says is like she's talking to a normal human being. It's just the the tone of how she says it is grating. Kamala Harris's voice is grating, but it is what she says that you sit there and you go, what the hell are you trying to do? See, if you talk, to, she talks to everybody like they're an idiot. Uh, you know, transportation is about being able to get somewhere. Really, no, no blank, no fecal matter, Sherlock. Thank you for that. Do you think there was anybody in the listening audience? And were you talking to a bunch of people who are in a coma? Otherwise, do you think there was anybody in your listening audience, anybody in the immediate vicinity, who goes, she keeps talking about this transportation stuff, but I don't have any idea what the hell, what, what the hell is transportation? I don't, I don't get this. What kind of voodoo is this woman trying to spew? How many people out there in your audience are thinking that? None? 
maybe some schizophrenic weirdo yelling at a hat or something, but that's about it. But she talks to almost everybody like that, and she talks about almost everything like that, like everybody around her is an idiot, which, quite frankly, it's a good indication that she's an idiot. Why? Because if you hear this and you go, well, you'll hear her talk about artificial intelligence, you would think two things. You think either she does believe that she's the smartest person around, and she's the only one who gets this, and everybody else is just a moron, and she has to really, really, really dumb it down because she's spent her entire life being so much more intelligent than anybody around her that it's almost impossible. She she can't function around normal people. She's so smart, so she has to dumb it down significantly. Or... And that's one possibility. Or or she just had it explained to her because she's dumb and wildly ignorant on these things. And since her world consists of her and she is the center of it and the star and a narcissist and dumb, she assumes that she's not the only one is wildly ignorant about what she's talking about. Now, people do this all the time. People, you hear about some new thing and you're like, oh man, you've heard about this show Seinfeld? Like, yeah, Seinfeld's like 20, 30 years old. Everybody watched it. Everybody like, oh, I just heard about it. It's a lot like Ted Lasso. Somebody tries to tell you, oh my God, did you see, you know, this show Ted Lasso? You ever watch? Yeah, no, I did. I watched the whole thing. You did? Oh, how long ago was that out? That happens all the time to people, not a person. With Kamala, it seems to happen all the time. Like she's just woken up and was just just discovered just discovered what culture was sort of and then she tried to explain what culture was and it didn't work out very well remember that clip from last week this is kamala harris on artificial intelligence she is both well no she has she doesn't she's one she's not the other she's artificial she has no intelligence so it's a, an artificial intelligence would be an upgrade for our vice president and I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine and, and we can predict then, if we think about what machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. She may truly be the dumbest person ever. It's a great line from the movie Ruthless People. Like, this may well be the dumbest human being on the face of the earth. And then they go, perhaps we should shoot him. That's when the kidnappers, Bill... Uh, Pullman or Paxson, I can't remember which. They were interchangeable. But it, if you haven't seen Ruthless People, I highly recommend you watch Ruthless People. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, oops. Now, what is Kamala trying to cover up for or make good for or whatever if you can call it making good for? Well, our idiot vice president. No, our idiot president, sorry. Good God. Maybe I'm the idiot. Listen to this. Now, this is, again, he's reading this. 
he's reading this. You can always tell the sincerity of a politician by the intensity with which they read the words prepared by their staff, which means the more intense they are, the less interested they are, or the less capable they are of having uh, recall. Here's the President of the United States over at the NATO meeting talking about how Russia could end the war with Ukraine now if they'd just stop their inhumane attacks on Russia. Now, at least this time, Joe does catch himself. So I guess that's something, right? One country cannot be allowed to seize its neighbor's territory by force. Russia could end this war tomorrow by withdrawing its forces from Ukraine, wrecking its international borders, and ceasing its attacks on its inhumane attacks on Russia, I mean, by Russia on Ukraine. Oopsie. Oopsie. Look, this is just embarrassing. This is at least a gaffe where he corrected himself, for once. He hasn't really had a gap where he's corrected himself in a while, so I suppose technically that means that whatever combination or cocktail of medicine they gave him seems to have worked a little bit, but not too much because he's reading it. Again, you can make a gaffe speaking off the top of your head, but unless there's something mentally wrong with you when you are reading it there is no excuse absolutely no excuse for screwing up this badly yet this is what the president of the united states does regularly regularly he's gone hell-bent on trying to start a war with russia i don't know how much money he's got tied up over there that he needs more money. He's not going to be around to spend it. He's got more money than he's ever going to spend. Less, maybe. Maybe he's worried about the money he's going to have to spend in his defense. I doubt it. But we're seeing this guy on the world stage. There's this video out there. He does this all the time. You know, Joe Biden is up there with world leaders. There's all the flags of the G7 countries. They've all lined up across the stage, and there's little... Uh, Ukraine guy, and they all start to walk off stage left. If you don't know, if you never were in a play, you don't know what stage left is. Stage left is when you're standing on stage and you're looking out at the audience. It's your left. It's not the audience's left. It's your left. They all start going off stage left in in line, you know, because they're in line. They all kind of go, and Joe does this weird thing where it's like somebody spooks him. Somebody goes, hey, man, what Hey, what do I do? He throws his hands out like, what What do I do? And Zelensky's standing next to him. Zelensky ain't going to let Joe go. That's his sugar daddy. So he, uh, he kind of says, over this way. And he leads Joe Biden off the stage. The president of the United States needed help getting off the stage yet again. He needed direction. There's no reason whatsoever in God's green earth that he should need direction under those circumstances. There are two options, unless you're just going to walk straight off the stage. Behind you is a wall of flags, so you can't walk through them. In front of you is taking a nosedive off the stage. Wouldn't put that past Joe, but I don't think he would actively choose that option. So then what the hell is he? It's, it's left or right. When everybody starts going to the left, you just go with them. 
But he kind of goes like, what do I do? What do I do? Looking at staff. Now this and all the other kind of senior moments where he's kind of standing around and everybody's like, dude, uh, what the hell? Why is this guy falling all over the place? Why is this guy wandering all over the place? Why is this guy seemingly lost so often when it comes to where he is and what the hell he's doing? Well, while you and I look at that and you go, the guy's senile, the guy's obviously got some problems, the guy has no business being president of the United States, and let's just hope that we you know, can grit our teeth and get through the next year and a half, and hopefully somebody on the right beats this clown so we can have some sanity back. Because the Democrats aren't, at least not yet, ready to wake the hell up and boot him. They don't want to do that because he's too malleable and they don't, they don't really have anybody, really. Gavin Newsom's about the best they got. Kamala, if they bypass... See, another problem Democrats have, if they bypass Kamala Harris for Gavin Newsom, can you imagine that? You bypass Kamala Harris for Gavin Newsom. You got how many miles out of, we've got the first female vice president. We've got the first black female vice president. We are awesome, and you guys are racist. We got the... And then everybody kind of looked at that and said, she's obviously... She's only there because she's a black female. Joe Biden said he would nominate a black female. Like, there's nothing... Like, no surprises, no qualifications. Nobody likes her. And they're all going, no, 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 no. She is incredibly qualified. She is a brilliant woman. She was a brilliant prosecutor. She's a brilliant lawyer. They throw around the word brilliant all the time in regards to her. Nobody can stand her because they know that she's an idiot. They know that she's not popular even amongst Democrats, that in an open primary, she would not even come close to getting the nomination. So if Joe Biden gets the boot or Joe Biden steps down or whatever joe biden isn't going to be the nominee it's probably going to be the next white guy in line which is gavin newsom yet how would they justify how would they explain to their public to their base that they have conditioned to be obsessed with gender and skin color that this historic person so very historic congratulate yourselves on being so progressive for being this historic is now suddenly not good enough not good. How is it that she was good enough to be one heartbeat away from the presidency, but unworthy of the nomination? It'd be something that Democrats would eventually have to explain, probably. I say probably because if, if anybody could screw up messaging against that, it would be the Republicans. But it is something worth noting. So you see the situation that they're in. It's not that they don't have a viable candidate, one viable candidate, and it's Gavin Newsom. Think of him, he's crazy, he's terrible at his job, but Democrats love him, and the more uh, terrible somebody is at their job, the more likely it is that uh, they'll they'll be fine, that they'll get in the favor of the Democrats. So whatever it is. So when you look at all of this crap, what can they do? What can they do? They have to ride Joe as long as they can. If Joe then gets out, they're going to have to scramble. See, the best case scenario for Democrats is Joe runs for re-election. 
Joe runs a basement campaign like he did last time. He's able to get away with it. They pull the, I don't want to debate. I'm not going to debate Donald Trump. He's a monster. Why would I share the stage with somebody like that? Or I don't want to debate Ron DeSantis. Or I don't want to debate any Republican. Whoever it is, they've already decided is the new Hitler, whoever the Republicans nominate. They're claiming they're all Hitler. So that'll be the justification they'll try to use to not debate. We'll have to see how well that goes, how well that polls. If it polls well, they'll try and do what that weirdo governor out in Arizona did and refuse to debate. If it doesn't poll that well, they're going to have to agree to a couple of debates. That's where the fun begins, because Joe won't be up to it. Joe isn't up to it. He's just not. And so what do you do? in that circumstance? What do you do in that situation? Don't know. You got to hope he wins and then he resigns. You got to hope he wins and then he says, you know what, Uh, enough. That gives you Kamala as president. That's really the only way Kamala can be president unless Joe Biden passes away. That's the only way. There's no way Kamala gets the nomination. Kamala on her own would not get the nomination. Joe drops out now. He can't anoint her. He's not popular enough to anoint her. She's not popular enough to be anointed. Gavin Newsom has more popular support in the Democratic Party than she does, and he's been an awful, awful governor. So it's going to be fun to watch what they do with all this positioning. And what happened on Morning Joe yesterday was... One for the books. Mika is pissed. Not because she caught Joe with, you know, a friend of one of their daughters or something like that. No, no, she didn't catch him doing that. She has not caught him doing that, as far as I know. But because Joe Biden, in the situation I just described to you, where he's up on stage and goes, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? What do I do? And other world leaders kind of have to tell him this way he met with the prime minister of the uk kind of had to say we were going this way he met with king charles over in england and he kind of like grabbed onto him like he was using him for balance it looked like an an fdr flashback to when he was hiding his polo from the country polio i guess not polo and then you've got all the other times where he's like, I don't where do I go? And you see staffers run out and grab him. Like when you're on a stage, there's only two ways to go. Look for some familiar face. But he looks weirdly into the audience like, where do I go? From the crowd. And like, I don't know where you go. Not this way. Some, if somebody said, come over this way, Joe. Come to the light, Carol Ann. That's a good Poltergeist reference for you. Come to the light, Carol Ann. Joe would walk right off the stage. I, be, I firmly believe he would walk right off the stage. So Mika, recognizing that Joe is not there mentally, not up to the job, is not concerned about the president of the United States not being all there mentally, not being up to the job. She's pissed at the staff who leave Joe Biden out there on stage. I... It's the dumbest, most hilarious thing you could ever hear. 
Hagan, they also managed to schedule very carefully. Yeah, I think his staff needs to own his age. I'm just going to be honest. I don't think they do a good job uh, helping out the president. And I'm not talking about it like I'm just saying if you are managing a president's schedule and you are managing a president getting on stage and getting off stage and doing getting on planes and getting off plane. And yes, he's 80. You need to be there for him and you need to make a pathway. And you sure as hell better make sure he doesn't fall on a sandbag. And I blame the staff for that. I mean, these are the things that are going to hurt him. These are things that are going to be played on a loop. Okay, let him do his job. Let him do his speeches. Let him work on policy. Let him do his connections in Congress, unlike any president that we've seen. uh, I, I don't know, since Clinton. But my God. Make sure, you know, your Secret Service, you're his staff, that you were there and you're telling him what's next. And it's not because don't don't take this as, oh, he can't even get from one place to another. When you're busy and you're on stage and we've been on stage, I've done speeches and I'm so nervous. I'm doing the speech. I'm trying to get it right. And when it's done, I don't know which way to go. And I'm looking for direction. So do a better job. Because you can't have these video images of the president tripping or the president like going the wrong way. It's not going to work in this presidency because his age is going to be a factor. His age is going to be a factor. And it's your job to make sure he gets from one place to another. He can handle the presidency. You have to handle his schedule and where he goes. I love it. It makes me mad. It makes me He can handle the president. No, he can't handle the president. He's... He's not handling the presidency. If he can't handle figuring out which way to go when he's done speaking off a stage, and there are only two options, and everybody else on stage is literally going in one direction, and he's supposed to go with them, and theoretically he says you'll just exit with everybody else. If he can't handle that, he can't handle the job. He has no business anywhere near the job. Yet this is, she's mad at, you need to do a better job of protecting him. From what? From what? You imagine, I mean, I hope that they listen to Mika. I really do hope that they listen to Mika. I would love to see every time this doddering old fool is out on a stage, as soon as he's done speaking, some junior staffer runs out and grabs him by the arm like he just escaped from a nursing home and says, right this way, Mr. President. Come with me. Do your little shuffle step. Not too fast. We're going to get there. I would love to see that. Why? Because that would be worse or at least just as bad. It would be a different type of bad as what they've got now. What they've got now is just this guy standing there going, uh, what am I supposed to do? Why am I here? Who am I? What's going on? I mean, my God, you imagine? You imagine that crap? <laughs> Mika's, it's the staff's fault. It's the staff's fault that he's 80 years old and seems like he's 100? That he's not there mentally? How is that the staff's fault? Especially when we just established, what, a couple of days ago, that this guy is a raving jackass to his staff. He's a complete jerk to his staff seemingly without provocation he just goes and screams at them for his failings who the hell wants to be the person who, you imagine somebody senile like that people who are senile people who are suffering from dementia will snap sometimes they they don't know they get confused they get scared they get whatever they get easily angry they're having flashbacks of things that aren't going on there they're not aware of what's going on you imagine 
Joe Biden snapping at some junior staffer sent out to make sure that he is uh, escorted off the stage without tripping over something that's there plain as day and you can see from space? What are you doing? I don't need you touching me. I got this. At some point, he's going to give a speech uh, or a statement since he doesn't take questions. Maybe there'll be some questions yelled at him, but something's going to tick him off. And out comes Mr. Junior Deputy Assistant to the Undersecretary of the Treasury to go, all right, this way, Mr. President. I don't need you to tell me what to do. Damn it, get away from me. That sort of thing. Imagine that. You know that's going to happen. I want it to happen. I want it to happen. I would love, love, love to see that happen. All right. I just think it'd be damn funny. Damn, damn funny. We got new inflation numbers yesterday as well. 3% in June. I love how the alt media is all I get to ease to 3% in June. Inflation is cumulative. It's cumulative. It keeps going up. Things that cost more, costed more last month are going to cost even more this month. Not huge amounts, thank God. The inflation rate of increase has dropped down, but to say that inflation is decreasing is a lie. Yet that is the story that the left is telling. Why? Because economics are not the easiest thing to understand, so they don't pay attention to those sorts of things. They just don't care. They don't know. They don't watch. They don't whatever. Just want to throw that out there, just so you know. Because I'm sure by tomorrow they'll have a whole bunch of, boy, howdy, Joe Biden will be out there patting himself on the back and sniffing the hair of small children going, we've conquered inflation. They haven't conquered inflation. They caused inflation. They also calculated in such a way as to hide most of it because they're government. They need to hide their incompetence as best they can. Speaking of incompetent government, and California, and Gavin Newsom. Now, this isn't necessarily Gavin Newsom, but you know he would have vetoed it if it came there. There's a really... I don't understand what the Democrats are doing. Except, were it not for how awful Republicans are at messaging, at speaking about what's going on in the world, there's no way on God's green earth that the Democratic Party, the way it's configured now, is anything short of a third tier party that's kind of laughing and they got a couple of representatives up in Oregon and Washington State and California. But that's it. The rest of the country looks at them in horror and goes, I don't know, with the communists or something, just go over at the real deal. California, you remember this from last month, Fox News headline, newly amended California bill could punish parents for refusing to, quote, affirm child's gender identity meaning if you if your kid if your teacher your duly designated surrogate parent from the national education association or the american federation of teachers all said you know what uh, your son is really a daughter we've convinced them and at five years old we they know and you know and we gotta do something about that and you say no we're not gonna play that you could end up as the parent being in trouble in the state of california because why? Because that's the Democrats' priority. They are pot committed to this myth. No matter how many 
schizophrenic people dressing in drag go on killing sprees or mutilate themselves or whatever. It doesn't matter. Those stories are ignored. No matter how many people wake up and realize the horrors they've committed against themselves and warn others, try to warn others, the detransitioners will be ignored, will be cursed out, will be... I don't even know. It's like they don't exist. They'll be, you know, you don't dead name somebody. Okay, well, you're ignoring the fact that people like this exist. That's different. They're just right-wingers. Oh, really? Well, now California. Headline, California Assembly Committee blocks bill that could have sent human, traffic, human traffickers of kids to prison for life. This is all coming to light because of the movie now that... I don't know. It's what the hell is it called? The Sound of Freedom or something? I can't remember what it's called. It's out there. I haven't seen it because that's just the type of movie. To, I know the story. The type of movie doesn't really interest me. I know that like Fox was hyping. It's the number one movie in America. No, it's not the number one movie in America. Okay, it was Indiana Jones is the number move, number one movie in America. And right now, I promise you that uh, the new what do you call it? Mission Impossible is the number one movie in America. It just opened yesterday. That's the number one movie in America by a lot. There's little movies making money and good on them and et cetera, et cetera. And it's an important story. I'm just not interested in the story. I know the story. I'm not interested in seeing the big screen version of it. I probably will go see Mission Impossible because that looks freaking awesome. But there's a bill. Well, I'll just read you the story. The California Assembly Committee on public safety blocked a bill that would increase the charges for human trafficking. The Golden State Lower House Committee considered Senate Bill 14, which would make human trafficking of children a serious felony. Serious felonies under California law currently include murder, rape, and other crime which may incur the death penalty or life sentence in state prison. Nobody in California is being put to death. Hell, they just released a member of the Manson family. But every single Democrat voted against the idea of elevating human trafficking of children, meaning not just hey, a hitchhiker on the side of the road or, hey, you want to ride home from the mall, but human trafficking for deviant sexual purposes or drug dealing purposes or what have you. They voted against it. Why? Because they look at that movie about human trafficking and you can see it in the coverage. Like, oh, this is a QAnon conspiracy. QAnon conspiracy. It's weird because just a few years ago, the uh, left-wing media, including 60 Minutes, was praising this guy that the movie's about as being a hero for going and stopping the human trafficking of kids every chance he got. True story. Really did that. Really does do that. But now, because conservatives have embraced it and it's because it's by the studio that does the uh, the Chosen show, it is somehow a right-wing QAnon thing. Now, human trafficking is real. It's happening down at the southern border. Is all these unaccompanied minors, tens of thousands of unaccompanied minors, you think that many parents said, you know what, I'm just going to send you north and you go find your aunt in uh, Cleveland. We'll pin a note to your underwear and good luck to you. There are a lot of bad parents around the world. There aren't that many bad parents concentrated in one area. I can't imagine. It is people who have sold their children, people who've had their children stolen. They come across the border. They used to test them like, oh, this is my uh, son. Yeah, this is my my uh, seven-year-old son. And the kid's like, oh, yeah, sure. He's, this dude's totally my dad. They used to do DNA tests on them. 
thanks to the Biden administration, they no longer do DNA tests. They just take the word because there is no more honorable group of human beings than people who would baton death march style kids 2,000 miles up the Mexican coast to the United States illegally. No better group of human beings out there. That's who these people are. That's who the Democrats are. Now, it's already a crime. I saw somebody, some alleged conservative on Twitter going, it's already a crime in California. Don't believe that. This is already a crime in California to human traffic kids. So this is just making it a life sentence. Okay. Yeah. The difference, if you're, you're trafficking kids, and I don't know how much time this dude thinks a human trafficker should get, but I suspect uh, it's not a whole lot because you can get a couple years. You just get a couple years for smuggling kids into the country and around the country so that perverted old men could have sex with them, right? Perverted, that's who it is. There's no perverted old ladies going, I really want a 12-year-old boy to come over and have sex with me. They don't really have the ability. They're not done with puberty. Some of them haven't even started puberty. So they're, they're not particularly good in that respect to servicing the ladies. But the men get serviced by them. That's who Democrats are trying to make sure don't face too much punishment. Now, just a couple of years ago, Scott Weiner, the state senator from the San Francisco area, lowered the age of consent, I think, to 14. See, all of it, once you look at an individual piece, you go, this doesn't make any sense. But then you look at the other pieces around it and you go, okay, this is it. It's like that, uh, God, remember in the 90s, I think it was the 90s, maybe into the 2000s, those stupid posters where you're like, it's just a swirl. It looks like it looks like somebody just took a bunch of paint and smeared it on there. No, 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 stare at the center of it. Don't blink and just stare. And then suddenly a picture would appear. It, wasn't, it was just the same colors. It was just an image would appear in there. Like, oh my God, this is so trippy. I need to get high and do this. You'd see those things all over the place. And then you go, well, this stupid poster on your wall now makes sense why you have this stupid poster on your wall. If you take a look at what Democrats are doing, particularly in California, because their stupidity, not exclusively, but largely starts out there and then it spreads like a virus across the country, it begins to make sense. You lower the age of consent to 14 and you go, all right, now let's not... uh, Let's not punish people so severely for human trafficking. We're not going to do that. That would be mean. And hey, now it's no longer a felony to knowingly give somebody AIDS, meaning you have AIDS and you go, you know what? I want to have sex with this person. I should probably tell them that I have AIDS, but nah, I'm going to raw dog it and then uh, see what happens. It's their fault for not asking. Or if they ask, you tell them, no, you just lie. And the crime for that, that used to be, you know, it, AIDS isn't necessarily a death sentence anymore. It isn't the death sentence. It certainly was in the 80s and 90s for everybody but Magic Johnson somehow. But it certainly is not a way that you want to go about living your life. It's certainly not a way because it's a ticking time bomb. You never know what's going to It could suddenly take a turn and it could go from being HIV positive to full-blown AIDS. You don't know. But Scott Weiner again said, yeah, we need to get rid of that criminal stigma for knowingly spreading AIDS. Now, you think I'm making this stuff up? I'm not making it up. So then, of course, Democrats have a chance to really put some teeth into anti-human trafficking, anti-children trafficking, 
And Democrats said no. Said no. I don't know. Maybe there's another reason they said no. I can't conceivably think of a reason for them to say no. But if you can, email me. I'd love to hear it because I just don't think there is a valid reason to say no in any way, shape, or form. Speaking of no, Democrats, this story from the Washington Post is something to behold. It's a couple days old, but it's, it's worth noting because it's indicative of how liberals, how Democrats work. They care. Well, they don't care. Well, they care about their own power. And when it comes to minorities, it's, you know, the, the Democrat in leadership is, you know, they're white, they're black, they're Asian, they're everything. They're, they're progressives. It doesn't matter. A progressive is a progressive first and foremost. Anything else, a distant second. They try and instill everybody else with obedience and loyalty and tribalism and everything. But they, for themselves, for the leadership, it, it doesn't matter what package the fascist is in. It's fascism. Well, while Democrats fight and pledge to fight and insist the end of affirmative action is a horrible blow against black people, the majority or a lot of black people don't care. In fact, they oppose affirmative action. Washington Post. This is a column by uh, Aaron Blake. So on Wednesday, I wrote about how the Supreme Court's recent decisions, despite uh, heavy criticism from Democrats, seem unlikely to spark a significant backlash, certainly not on the scale of the decision that overturned Roe v. Wade last year. On the contrary, perhaps the court's most momentous decision this year, severely restricting the use of affirmative action in college admissions, was arguably quite popular. Ooh, quite popular, what'd you say? Now arrives more data to bolster that point. What the data also suggests is that even black Americans are unlikely to strongly object. The data from an economist slash YouGov poll conducted after the Supreme Court's decision showed Americans approving of it more than two to one. That's a finding in line with surveys conducted uh, before the decision, including the Washington Post and CBS News, which showed that more than six in 10 Americans supported the idea of banning the use of race and ethnicity in admissions. Another poll conducted after the decision for ABC News showed Americans approved of it by a 20-point margin. Remember that next time you hear some leftist Democrat talk about, we need to do this, the American people are on our side. No. They live in a bubble. They only talk to people who are on their side. They will only allow and deign to talk to people who are on their side. Says, what's particularly striking about the Economist YouGov poll is how black Americans responded. Indeed, more of them actually approved of the decision, more than 4 in 10, than disapproved, fewer than 4 in 10. And more black Americans, quote, strongly approved, 31%, then disapproved, 26%. The finding is also in line with previous polling. While polls have shown black Americans in favor of affirmative action, the Washington Post scholar school poll showed nearly half, 47%, supported banning the use of race and ethnicity in admissions. 
Now, this is not surprising anybody who pays attention. People, doesn't matter what type of people, what color people, what configuration of people, people simply want to be judged by who they are, and they want to judge people by who they are. It's tiring. It's got to be exhausting to run around on the verge of and seemingly seeking offense at every turn. People just like, leave me alone. No, I, I don't... I don't want that. I wouldn't want to be somewhere. I wouldn't, just like I wouldn't want a cake baked for me by somebody who doesn't support what I'm doing, the event that I'm getting the cake for. I don't, people don't want to go where they're not qualified to go, where they're not ready to go. You know why? Because when I was in school the first time, I didn't have any business going to school the first time. I wasn't ready for it. They let me in. They took the money because why not? What's it cost them? Took them nothing, nothing. It's all upside for them. It was downside for me because I wasted a year dinking around in theater classes. I mean, it was fun, but hardly productive for the grand scheme of my life. It's the same thing with all this other crap. People just want to be judged by who they are. That's it. They don't want to be judged actually by any at all. They just want to be left the hell alone. The Democratic Party won't allow them. Look at every poll, every single poll that talked about the name of the Washington Redskins, every single poll of Native Americans, of Indians, going, uh, are you offended by this yet? And they're like, no. 5% was the biggest number they ever got. 5% was the biggest number they ever got. And suburban whitey liberal said, well, that's, we need to change this. And now they're the Washington commanders. It's a stupid name. All the history, all the, the, uh, the history of the Native Americans, now it's just gone. There'll be a generation... In 20 years, we'll have no idea about Native Americans. Native Americans were anywhere in this area. They don't care. They won't know. It doesn't matter. Aunt Jemima, I think, was based on a real person. Aunt Jemima was a real human being who did some things, did some stuff. She was a historical figure. And they wiped her off the box because, oh, it's offensive. It's offensive? She was a free woman doing what she wanted to do, doing what she loved to do. But now she's gone because she's a racial stereotype. No, 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 no. She was her own woman. Democrats don't really like that. Democrats have successfully wiped a successful black woman off the history books. Just gone. Gone forever. Uncle Ben, gone. Get rid of it. Anybody, anywhere that they looked at who might represent, I don't know, capitalism, or they can just mess with some company, the peripheral damage, the secondary, they don't care. Just get them out of there. Get Uncle Ben off that box of rice. Who cares what lessons you can... Doesn't matter. Just change it up. It's so stupid. The most destructive force in uh, human being, in humankind are progressives. By the way, since today is Thursday, if you're listening at this point, you're out and about, you're listening in your car, you're going to work or whatever, coming home from work. Apparently, this is more of a public service announcement. And if you're one of those people who waits to the weekend to listen to the show, uh, sorry, you missed it. People Magazine reports, McDonald's wants you to celebrate Friday on Thursday with free fries. National French Friday is Thursday, July 13th. The fast food giant announced it will be giving away complimentary fries of any size on the holiday via the McDonald's app. No additional purchase is necessary to snag the free fries at participating locations, but registration on the app is required. So you download the app and you get fries. 
Those who miss out on National Friday can still get a medium-sized order of fries for free every Friday with any $1 purchase ordering on the app. But all you got to do is download the app. Go to McDonald's on your way home. McDonald's is good. You don't eat McDonald's exclusively, but McDonald's every once in a while is pretty damn good. The fries are good. I personally, I'm not a big fan of Burger King's fries. I think Wendy's probably has the best fries. Although Rallies or Checkers or whatever the hell it's called where you live, those fries are pretty good. They're spicy fries and like the Arby's curly fries. But as far as just regular fries, fries go, I think my money's on Wendy's. But McDonald's is a close second. Way better than Burger King. So if you're out and about and you want some free fries, there you go. Go get them. Check them out. All right. Should I do this story? Because people are going to get pissed off at me. Well, I'll just, I'll just report what's going on in this story. By the way, my column at the Hill yesterday is up there. Is Are the media turning against Joe Biden? If you wouldn't mind, if you could find that and share it on social media, I'd appreciate it. Um, then I saw this story while I was up there. And you see, it's, it's not a good time for Mike Lindell. My Pillow, the Hill reports, is auctioning off hundreds of pieces of equipment and subleasing some manufacturing spaces amid what founder and CEO Mike Lindell calls a massive, massive cancellation. Lindell, in an interview with the Star Tribune, said My Pillow lost $100 million from attacks by big box stores, the shopping networks, and the shopping channels. All of them did cancel culture on us, he said, end quote. Now, Bed Bath Beyond did get rid of them. Walmart apparently stopped carrying their stuff, and so did Kohl's. Bed Bath & Beyond has gone bankrupt, so it didn't really work out for Bed Bath & Beyond. By the way, don't believe the hype. Bed Bath & Beyond is going bankrupt, and they're having a big sale, and I was like, ooh, they're up to 50 to 75% off everything, according to the sign. So I went in there the other day, and I was like, there got to be some good, because I was in there when it was 20 to 30% off, and like, this is still way more expensive than I could get this stuff for pretty much anywhere else, particularly online. You can see why Bed Bath & Beyond went belly up. But even at 50% off, this crap is still way more expensive than it should be, than you can get it elsewhere. Like, no wonder you're going bankrupt. You want to go after Mike Lindell? Look, Mike Lindell is a little crazy. He is. I've interviewed Mike Lindell. He's a perfectly nice guy. He's high-strung. He's got that kind of energy where you can see it could be directed towards good. It could be directed towards problematics. He was a crack addict while he was CEO of MyPillow, by the way. He got over that. He is very enthusiastic about Donald Trump. And you've got to recognize that, sad as it is, there are going to be repercussions to that. Just like I wouldn't shop somewhere who's super excited about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm not going there. The left is free to go. I'm not going to go to my pillow. Personally, I have, I think there are four my pillows in our house. They're great pillows. I really like the pillows. We don't have the new 2.0 versions. And this is damaging workers, hurting American workers. But I just bring this up, not to like make fun of Mike Lindell or my pillow or anything. I want to juxtapose this with what I talked about yesterday and the Bud Light. Remember the Bud Light? When the store is like 65,000 people, and they're even running commercials. There's 65,000 people who work one way or another in regards to Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch. So you boycott us, you're hurting them. Don't do What about the workers who are going to suffer from a boycott, these right-wingers boycotting this horrible pee water beer? 
There is no world in which the framing of the woes, the financial woes of my pillow, are framed in the way they're like, hey, you know what? Home shopping never. Kohl's probably shouldn't. Walmart should restock this because they're damaging thousands of American workers. There's no sense of that whatsoever in this story or any other story about it. Why? Because the left are a bunch of raving hypocrites. They support Dylan Mulvaney, who's down at Machu Picchu down in Peru, saying, I feel safer down here. I felt so sad. I'm like, please, don't come. Do the world a favor. Don't come back. All right. But there's. Uh, there's no concern for the workers in Wisconsin, I think it is, or Minnesota, one of the two, who are suffering, who might lose their jobs, be suffered, uh, be forced to do layoffs from my pillow. There just aren't. The left doesn't care. They're laughing about it, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, they're laughing about it because they're bad people. They truly, truly, truly are bad people. All right. But we're all truly, truly good people. And I appreciate you listening. Don't forget patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast. Go there. Sign up, support the show. Si vous play. Um, yeah, five bucks a month is all we have. More is also always welcome. I'm taking a, I had to go get a prescription. My God. Thank God we got Cobra, which is wildly expensive. But this prescription is like a thousand bucks. I still had to pay 180 bucks for it for a month. And hopefully for not a month, for two weeks. Hopefully it works. Hopefully we'll finally figure out what the hell's going on with my gut. And then uh, I'll be back to normal. But damn, stuff is expensive, man. Anyway, today's Thursday already. Tomorrow's Friday. The weekend's just around the corner. It's going to be hot as hell. Not sure anybody's going to want to go outside. But still, hot as hell and a weekend inside is still better than a weekday anywhere have a great one appreciate you listening i'll see you tomorrow